Welcome to episode 207 of the TruthQuest podcast, the truth about why some people chose not to get vaccinated for COVID-19. Before we get started, I want to ask you to do me a favor and share the show. If you're on social media and see discussions about the Articles of Confederation, the COVID-19 vaccine, Second Amendment, Roe v. Wade, the Doomsday Cult, formerly known as the Democratic Party, please share the TruthQuest podcast with your friend. Tell them to browse the episodes and start diving right in. Episodes are available on a host of platforms, including iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Podbean, BitChute, Rumble, and Instagram, where I post a short highlight of each show at instagram.com forward slash truthquestpodcast. Whatever platform you may be listening to this on, please take a moment and give it a five-star rating, hit the like button, or leave a positive review. Another way you can help grow the show is to throw a small donation my way at the TruthQuest Podcast patronage page. All donations will be used to drive awareness of the podcast through online advertising. See this episode's show notes page at truthquest.podbean.com for details. And finally, please join the conversation on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash truthquestpodcast. In this episode, I want to walk through the reasons why some people chose not to get vaccinated for COVID-19. The number one reason some people chose not to get vaccinated for COVID-19 was because their chance of dying was infinitesimal. It's always been higher for the elderly and people with comorbidities. Why do you get a vaccine for something with a close to zero death rate? The second reason some people chose not to get vaccinated for COVID-19 was because they were aware of something called herd immunity and natural immunity. Early on during the pandemic, many of the experts talked about it incessantly. Basically, it means that a bunch of people get COVID, survive it, derive natural immunity from it as the body creates antibodies to fend off future infections. At some point, the population has a high enough percentage of people with natural immunity that the risk of the pandemic tearing through the population is lower to the point where normal life can be resumed. Similarly, many of the vaccine hesitant were aware that many countries pursued this herd immunity strategy rather than lockdowns, mass mandates, and forced vaccinations, leading them to resist the calls for the vaccine. The third reason some people chose not to get vaccinated for COVID-19 was they believe in something called body autonomy and freedom and liberty, otherwise known as my body, my choice. Not the bullshit one that the left and the Democrats talk about, which means a woman's right to kill the innocent baby growing in her womb is her body, her choice. My body, my choice means I get to decide what shit gets injected into my body because it's my choice, not the government's, not my employer, not the airline in which I choose to fly, not the restaurant in which I choose to patronize. I take the my body, my choice argument further. During the pandemic, not only were we not allowed to make our own decision about taking the COVID vaccine, but wearing a mask or attending a large gathering or attending school, having a wedding or a funeral. We didn't have the choice of not to social distance or we didn't get the choice of whether we can go to church or not or drink out of a water fountain or eat at a restaurant. We didn't get the choice of working out at a gym or walking in a park or watching a movie. We didn't get the choice of taking a cruise going to a concert, taking our kids to the playground, hugging, shaking hands. We didn't get the choice of going to an amusement park. We didn't get a choice about temperature checks or visiting the sick in the hospital and the elderly in nursing homes or keeping one's non-essential business open. None of those choices were allowed for us. Most important to the topic at hand, in a pre-authoritarian America, we had a right to choose, my body, my choice, whether or not to participate in a vaccine trial. Speaking of vaccine trial, when it comes to COVID-19, there was no clinical trial for the vaccine. 
The one trial that was made public was abruptly ended once the Emergency Use Authorization, EUA, was granted. The control group was given the vaccine. Something definitely didn't smell right. Despite that fact, there was lots of fear porn and the push by governments all over the world to force people to participate in the largest vaccine trial in the history of the world. Many of the vaccine hesitant knew that most vaccine trials take 7 to 10 years. Those who went a step further to research how these trials are typically run found out that pharmaceutical companies usually conduct their early trials in third world countries, maiming, crippling, and killing hundreds as they learn to tweak the vaccine recipe before bringing it to the first world. But not with the COVID vaccine. It was miraculously developed and distributed in record time. Anyone with the slightest ability to cut through all the bullshit and all the fear porn knew something was very wrong here. Something didn't smell right. Many of those vaccine-hesitant individuals knew that the same unconstitutional FDA that refuses to allow people dying of cancer the right to try experimental drugs because they're gonna die anyways is the same unconstitutional agency that blessed the experimental COVID-19 vaccine in a matter of a few short months. Anyone with the slightest ability to cut through all the bullshit and fear porn knew something was wrong. Something didn't smell right. Then these same vaccine-hesitant individuals started digging further into the experimental COVID-19 vaccine itself and found out about this new mRNA technology and spike proteins. They listened to experts in the field, like Dr. Robert Malone, who is a pioneer in the mRNA space. He begged government officials not to over-vaccinate the population using this new technology because it would lead to more people contracting the virus. But the governments went full steam ahead with their forced vaccination of the experimental vaccine. Another reason some people chose not to get vaccinated for COVID-19 is because there are people who naturally resist being a sheep. They automatically ask why when they are told what to do. Many of these same people have a natural resistance to government and government dictates. Unfortunately, there are way more sheep than those who are sheep resistant. Governments are fully aware of this fact and they exploit it time and time again. Some of the unvaccinated and for that matter the vaccinated don't like having their lives dictated to by corrupt politicians and equally corrupt unelected government officials and bureaucrats. And some of the unvaccinated do not take too kindly to being bullied by a bunch of useful idiots that sheepishly and slavishly did what their overlords commanded. Many of these bullies now have vaccine remorse. This explains why millions, if not billions, of doses of the vaccine are now being thrown away because no one wants the never-ending booster shots. The sheep resistant saw through the constant drumbeat of fear porn. They recognized that it was designed to literally make people scared, crazy, and neurotic. Once the hook was set by governments, big tech, and the alphabet soup conspiracy media, the government once again swooped in to offer the sheep the experimental vaccine, and voila, all of your problems were gone. Not exactly. We didn't know the name, but we knew something was wrong with a lot of people around us. They just listened to whatever the self-proclaimed experts said, never thinking for themselves, never asking many of the questions we are asking in this episode. They were suffering from something called mass psychosis. Another reason some people chose not to get vaccinated for COVID-19 was due to an innate suspiciousness about what they were being told. Think about it. 
While Trump was in office and the vaccine was under development, many prominent Democrats, including Kamala and Joe, questioned the vax, suggesting that if it were developed under the Trump administration, they would be suspicious. Then once they got in office, they miraculously took a 360-degree turn and demanded that everyone take the jab that just a few short months ago they were suspicious of. Strange, huh? Also, consider the fact that collectively, we have watched hundreds, maybe thousands of pharmaceutical commercials during our lifetimes, and we've all heard the 20-second disclaimer of side effects read by a fast-talking pitchman. But mysteriously, we never heard anything about the side effects and adverse reactions to the COVID-19 shot. For those of you who did get the vaccine, did your healthcare provider hand you a pamphlet listing potential side effects or counsel you on why you may consider not getting the shot? Some people who chose not to get vaccinated wondered why this might be the case. Their suspicions were confirmed when they found out that hospitals were forced by the feds to push the vaccine or risk losing federal funding and reimbursements. See, the federal government spends somewhere in the neighborhood of 40% of healthcare dollars in the United States. That's a lot of unconstitutional federal power. Then we found out that hospitals were financially incentivized to count people dying with COVID as dying from COVID. Turns out they received higher reimbursements from the government. Just another part of the government's fear porn campaign to scare the population into getting the shot. They jacked up the death count. The sheer volume of lies, misinformation, and misdirection about COVID, its origin in the Wuhan lab, masks, no masks, two masks, lockdowns, the methodology of counting COVID deaths, the reporting of case counts while using a testing methodology. Remember the PCR tests with the astronomically high false positive rates? Again, it's nothing but propaganda designed to scare the shit out of people so they would do what their authoritarian leaders told them. Get the damn shot. Think about the focus on the counts of COVID positive tests rather than what really matters, hospitalizations and deaths. Do we publicize the number of people who get the flu every year? Of course not, but the fear pimps published the number of cases of COVID every single day on a loop. Then we found out that the pharmaceutical companies are protected from liability for near and long-term adverse effects of the experimental vaccine as part of the emergency use authorization. The vaccine hesitance suspicions were further confirmed when they found out what the emergency use authorization actually means and how a vaccine qualifies for it. See, in order to qualify for this emergency use authorization, a vaccine must not have any other remedies, thus the need for emergency authorization. This fact solidified the skepticism of the unvaxxed when they witnessed the all-out assault on cheap, effective, life-saving, repurposed, off-label drugs like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. The federal government, the alphabet soup conspiracy media, and big tech suppressed and censored any news favorable to any of these treatment protocols against COVID. This denial of the use of these drugs and the need for early treatment, no doubt, resulted in hundreds of thousands of unnecessary deaths, including several people in my orbit who might have survived had they been given some of these early treatments. Instead, they were sent home by their doctors and told to let them know if they get worse, which they invariably did because they weren't treated, and they ended up on ventilators with pneumonia and dead two weeks later. That happened time and time again. These are crimes against humanity, folks. This is serious shit. Then the powers that be started harassing, censoring, and threatening doctors, scientists, and pharmacists who disagree with the mainstream view. 
Any dissenting opinions, regardless of their medical credentials, were summarily dismissed by big tech. Remember, all of this was done to suppress the truth because if it escaped, emergency use authorization would automatically be rescinded and the pharmaceutical companies would lose billions of dollars, which means the loss of hundreds of millions of dollars in campaign financing and lobbying efforts. So what did the powers that be do in order to, to suppress the truth? They lied over and over and over again because they know that if they repeat a lie enough times, the alphabet soup conspiracy media would pick up the ball and parrot the talking point and the sheep would buy it hook, line, and sinker. What was their favorite phrase, even to this very day? Safe and effective. The only thing safe and effective about COVID-19 was that safe and effective therapeutic protocols and cocktails were developed by doctors all over the world using drugs that in some cases had literally been administered billions of times all over the world. If you're interested in one of those drugs, check out episode 167, The Truth About Ivermectin. Among all the talk about safe and effective, some of the unvaxxed found out about the Vaccine Adverse Effect Reporting System, the VAR system. They saw the chart the one that for decades showed maybe 100, 150 vaccine-related deaths a year, and then bam, it shows thousands of deaths and tens of thousands of adverse effects all around 2020, 21. But the alphabet soup conspiracy media and the CDC who manages the VAERS reporting system and the National Democrats ignored it. Suspicions confirmed again. At the end of the day, the hesitancy of the vaccine-hesitant crowd proved correct. The vaccine is neither safe nor effective. The growing list of side effects is grotesque. The number of deaths is outrageous, and the silence by the alphabet soup conspiracy media and the federal health officials is criminal. Again, we're talking about crimes against humanity. The list of side effects fills pages, including heart inflammation, blood clots, lower sperm counts, muscular skeletal disorders, it weakens your immune system, menstrual period cycle changes, seizures and other neurological problems, facial paralysis, respiratory ailments, embolism, stroke, spike proteins entering organs, fibromyalgia. Back in March of this year, 2022, a study was published with nine pages, single-spaced adverse effects from the vaccine. So much for safe and effective. So as the unvaxxed sat back, watched and waited, they saw their worst instincts become reality. After the federal government and the medical establishment's full court press and fear porn campaign turned to shaming the unvaxxed by setting forth the lie that this was a pandemic of the unvaccinated, we found out that the exact opposite was true. The vaccinated continued to test positive. They continued to pass the virus on to others. We found out that the vaccine's effectiveness wanes, something we would have known had a real clinical trial been conducted. Pretending the vaccinated could not spread the virus caused more unnecessary deaths as those who were already compromised, either with a comorbidity or old age, thought that they could just return safely to normal activities with their vaccinated friends and family. And guess what? They started getting sick because the vaccine did not protect them from the virus. Then we heard calls for boosters and more boosters, annual and semi-annual shots, more money for big pharma, and more political donations to politicians who endorse this agenda. 
Then we found out that the most vaccinated countries on the planet had the highest rates of infection. What the hell? What does the left do when the agenda they are pushing is not accepted by the majority? They change definitions like they did with marriage, like they did with abortion. They did it with the definition of woman. Now, they change the definition of a vaccine. To be exact, it was the CDC that changed the definition. Vaccine was defined, at least since 2011, as a product that triggers immunity while a vaccination was described as an injection that prevents a disease. Since the COVID vaccine did neither trigger immunity nor prevent the disease, the CDC simply changed the definition. According to the unconstitutional CDC, a vaccine no longer triggers immunity. It's now defined as a preparation that is used to stimulate the body's immune response against diseases. And the unconstitutional CDC now defines vaccination not as something that prevents a disease, but the act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce protection from a specific disease. At the end of the day, anyone with eyes to see and ears to hear could easily ascertain the truth about the shit sandwich being fed to us by the federal government, Big Pharma, the medical establishment, Big Tech, and the alphabet soup conspiracy media, leading to the forced vaccination of billions of people, most of whom had a next to zero chance of dying from the disease. They lied. They manipulated. They produced propaganda that would have made Goebbels blush. They censored, suppressed, punished, harassed, and threatened all the classic signs of totalitarian regimes. And what outcome can you usually expect from a totalitarian regime? Death, and lots of it. It's no different with COVID. Hundreds of thousands of deaths in the U.S., millions more worldwide. Then we have somewhere in the neighborhood of 1.3 million reported adverse effects from the COVID vaccine in the U.S., knowing that number can be multiplied by at least 10 to get the real number. And we have tens of millions of adverse effects worldwide. Many of the deaths were completely avoidable had governments gotten out of the way, had they ignored the billions of dollars dumped into their coffers by the big pharma. If they had simply let the medical free market do its job, this being where millions of practitioners around the world collaborate and share their ideas, their successes and their failures. If that were allowed to have happened instead of the corrupt, money-grubbing, political whore shit show that did occur, we could have wrestled COVID to the ground in a matter of months. Instead of the preferred method of attacking a problem via a decentralized solution, governments all over the world turned totalitarian and authoritarian and rammed an ineffective, one-size-fits-all remedy down our throats. In the process, they committed crimes against humanity. In the end, the vaccine-hesitant were right to be suspicious. They were right to resist. They were right to not follow the sheep. And that's the truth about why some people chose not to get vaccinated for COVID-19. Please join the conversation on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash truthquestpodcast. <laughs>